Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and the Foo Fighters. But back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Hey, we got a weather? I don't know. I do, yeah. Well, it's it's not much. 60s today and tomorrow. A little bit of clouds. That's it. That's all we got. That's going to be not bad, though. Yeah. 70s maybe on uh, Friday, actually. We got a whole lot of nothing this morning, huh? I got a real problem today. You You got a real problem? I woke up angry, and I don't know why, and I almost hit a deer on my way in. This day is, and I got a stain on my shirt from toothpaste. Well, this day is already starting off crap. I got a stain on my shirt from Fitzwillie's last night where I had dinner with some friends. And the freaking vinaigrette dressing was going all over the place. You haven't washed the shirt or changed the shirt nope. since? Nope. We'll get into that. Yeah, right. we'll get into that. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of problems. Also, today is Am I the A-hole? We'll do that uh, after 8 o'clock. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. 535. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. This spring, Rock 102 celebrates an iconic duo, Bacon and Bruise. Join us at the Log Cabin on Sunday, April. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551, and Bob Seeger with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. How do meteorologists do this? It's going to be 61 for the high today and 61 for the high tomorrow. How the hell do they do that? I don't know if they've got much choice. I guess. Kind of like, uh, like us. Clouds, by the way, both days. It's all done by magic here, too. Yeah? yeah. Is it really? It's done by magic there. It's yeah. done by magic here. You mean you can't feel that from here? No, I had no idea. You pulled back the curtain now. Yeah. The illusion is spoiled for yeah, me. I screwed it everybody yeah. over. There you go. There. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. Some, there. there you go. How about that? Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Disney World's much-hyped Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel, which only has 100 rooms, is not even close to selling out. Disney's availability calendar shows. Uh, Guests to uh, check the Start Planning Your Voyage page will nearly have to pick... uh, Nearly have their pick of dates through the second half of 2022. This isn't good because Disney is typically known for selling things out almost immediately, especially when it's brand new. But do you have $5,000 per night to well, stay? Not just that. I mean, people in general during the pandemic are all itchy and weird about doing anything away from home. Cruises, Disney. Now, where's this Star Cruiser? Is it right in Florida or what? It's in uh, Orlando. It's yeah. in Disney World. $5,000 a night. A night for two people. That's not even, uh, and for three adults and one child, it's $6,000. $6,000 if you want to add a kid? And you have to book at least two nights. Yeah, you wonder why these people are going out of business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no kidding. You know, between the the don't say gay bill thing and then the, you know, the charging five grand for a hotel room. Who do you think you are? Or whatever it was you paid for a snow cone over the weekend, by the way. $16 for a snow cone. You know, the problem is, and I realize that Disney is for children, but at $5,000 a night, do you think they even appreciate it? No, that's the thing. Like, why would you spend that kind of money to go on on a vacation with your kids for something that's only going to be two days long for five to six thousand dollars. There's got to be a two-star midway uh, motor lodge somewhere <laughs> within just a few miles. We get uh, Tom Bodette from Motel Six. I'm sure there's one right outside of Disney World that you yeah. can stay in. We'll leave the light on and remove the dead hooker from the bathtub for you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> for no extra charge. Hey, for saving a few bucks, might be worth it. What a deal! 
Uh, Jussie Smollett's family is trying to get him out of jail, claiming he's in physical danger because they're getting threatening messages. They also say he's immunocompromised, so COVID could be a problem. Hmm. That's a, that's another way of saying I'm too much of a pussy to be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you work any angle you can to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you uh, if you if you didn't believe his phony story before, what makes you believe this story now? That's true. That's a good point. If he was already proven to be have told a lie about the whole thing, mm, yeah, really? I'm not you're immunocompromised. I don't know about that. I saw you uh, what you taking popping vitamin C pills in the when you were walked in with the perp walk. <laughs> Uh, Disney Plus is going to be re-releasing sing-along versions of their movies beginning with Encanto this Friday. Later this year, there will be Frozen, Frozen 2, and both the animated and live version, action versions of Beauty and the Beast. What's a sing-along version? I mean, you can sing along to them anyway, can't you? I don't understand. Well, I guess it's compiled into a thing where they have like the words along the uh, screen, which you can do with subtitles. With subtitles, yeah, on, yeah. on a movie. Well, plus the kids, they memorize these songs anyway, as you know. Steve, with your kids, I'm sure, right? Yeah. They know these songs yeah, by heart. Hey, but he I, hasn't memorized all the lyrics. <laughs> I have. I was singing. Uh, I was singing. Do you want to build a snowman the other night at Disney on Ice? There you go. That's right. See? I know those things. And love is an open door. That's a good. That's a toe tapping ditty too. Sure is. Uh, a Hollywood writer producer says the reason TV characters don't usually have cats is because that they're not easy to train and corral, and you can't just let them roam around the set because they'll look like magical teleporting cats when scenes are cut together. They're evil anyway. Cats? Yes. I'm not a big cat fan. I don't mind cats. I don't like the cat box. That's evil. Right. Who doesn't like a good old pussy cat? Listen, I used to have to... I used to be the only one qualified to change a cat box for two cats. Mm. I don't ever want to do that again. Speaking of pussy cats, Rod Stewart helped repair a local road that had been ignored for too long. He said he could no longer drive his Ferrari on it and the other day, an ambulance got a flat tire from all the potholes, so he donated some money so they could repair the road. Oh, he wasn't out there with like a like an orange vest tamping down the blacktop? Uh, yeah, it's Rod Stewart. He'd be standing there watching 10 other guys do the job while he, uh, no, him and 10 <laughs> other guys would stand around watching some other guy mm-hmm. do one job. That's the way he works. Daryl Hall says Eddie Van Halen asked him to join Van Halen after David Lee Roth left. Uh, he was uh, half-joking, but I think he was serious. Uh, I really do believe he was serious, and I took it seriously. I went, meh, I think not. I've got my own stuff going on. Wait, are you sure John Oates didn't say that? Was that Daryl Hall, or was it John Oates? I don't know. <laughs> Who's playing at the Orpheum in Boston next weekend? <laughs> you got me. I can't <laughs> tell the difference. Uh, Dolly Parton announced that she's bowing out of consideration for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She's extremely flattered and grateful, but doesn't feel like she's earned the right. She was nominated last month. Finally, somebody with sense. I'm telling you, I, I saw this uh, this post yesterday, and I put it on my Facebook. Uh, I can't stand country music to save my. In fact, I, I'd I'd rather be uh, get like shrimp forks jammed into my eye sockets. But loads of respect for Dolly Parton for making this call. Well, Good for also, her. She also yeah. said she's going to make a rock record at some point in the future, and then would like to be reconsidered. Well, that would be fine. Yeah, but. Good for her for not feeling yeah. comfortable to be uh, nominated in the first place. Yeah, that she, a girl. She says, uh, I do hope the Hall will understand and be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. This has inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album like 
like my boy Dave just said over here. Thank you. At some point in the future, which I've always wanted to do. It's like Dolly Parton's right here in the studio. My you goodness, you, <laughs> you're she not quite is, as busty, yeah. though. No, but you're both national treasures. <laughs> the uh, Rock Hall has inducted several country artists, including Johnny Cash, Chet Atkins, Floyd Kramer, Bill Monroe, Hank Williams, Bob Wills, and uh, the father of country music, Jimmy Rogers. All right, I can see that because they all had yeah. influence on early rock and roll, but Dolly Parton... I mean, she's a great songwriter, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, you know she ain't so bad to look at. And, and, you're, day. and you're right; mm-hmm. those those folks did influence a lot of rock and roll. Uh, who, was it uh, Carl Perkins? Was a country music guy. Yeah. Before yep. he, you know, did blue suede shoes, and then until Elvis ripped it off of him and made millions and millions of dollars off it, and left him, uh, you know, well, even the like, Beatles recorded the, that guy's songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, and that is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. I am. You want the best for your... The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.01. We're going to have highs in the low 60s today and tomorrow. Clouds and sun both days. And weather is brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagleroofing.com for more information. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with football, hey, Giselle Bunchen fully supports her husband Tom Brady's decision to unretire and play for the Buccaneers. That according to an article in People magazine. Are we buying that? In golf, Aussie Cam Smith shot a final round 66 to win the Players' Championship in Florida. He hit his drive to four feet on that 17th hole, birdied the island hole, and then wound up with a one-shot victory. In Hockey, the Bruins are at Chicago tonight to take on the Blackhawks. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. UMass into the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell Friday at TD Garden at 7.30. And in the AHL, the Springfield Thunderbirds return home to the Mass Mutual Center against Bridgeport tomorrow and Lehigh Valley both Friday and Saturday. And in basketball, Frank Martin. Fired as head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks after an 18-13 season and a you ten. Watch your mouth. Well, game. What? Mart- Frank Martin. What's wrong with Frank Martin? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. He finished 18-13 this year, which isn't too bad, and a ten-year record of 171 and 147. But he's got that angry look to him. You ever seen Frank Martin on the I sidelines? Have. Yeah. Well, I say let's get him at UMass to replace Matt McCall. Maybe then the Minutemen could make the big dance next year. March Madness has officially begun. Yeah, I saw that Yale made it to the tournament this year, but only because their dad made a phone call. And that's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax will lament the loss of a free agent from the New England Patriots to another team. Stay tuned. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, I'm a man of integrity, of high moral fiber, with a well-deserved reputation as a man of principle and character. And while my loyalties are virtually incorruptible, I think if you were to wave $82.5 million into my face, I would abandon all those principles and start looking for a pen. Yesterday, the New England Patriots said goodbye to Pro Bowl cornerback J.C. Jackson after he was given a five-year, $82.5 million contract 
from the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I know what you're saying. You're thinking, why would a guy want to leave the friendly borders of Foxborough, Massachusetts, next to all those shopping plazas and car dealerships to play for a mediocre team like the Chargers? They didn't even make the playoffs. And you would be right to think that way. I mean, Chasey Jackson had a pretty decent run with the Patriots coming up as an undrafted free agent making the Pro Bowl second most interceptions in the NFL last year why would a guy leave playing for Bill Belichick the greatest head coach in NFL history to play for Brandon Staley of the Chargers well I believe I mentioned something about 82.5 million dollars but did I also tell you that 40 million of it is completely guaranteed that dude just hit the jackpot Meaning that no matter what happens in Los Angeles, J.C. Jackson is still getting $40 million. If somebody came up to me and said, hey, we're willing to pay you $40 million to do nothing at all, and I would get paid another $40.5 million on top of that if I fulfilled the rest of my contractual obligations, I think you'd be amazed by how quickly I'd be willing to trash all that phony integrity. I'm not saying I could be bought easily. But with $82 million on the table, I'm pretty sure I could adapt. Listen, no one wants to see J.C. Jackson grab interceptions in a Chargers uniform, but J.C. Jackson doesn't want to see a paycheck that pays him five times less than he'll make this season in Los Angeles. Say what you want, but I think we'd all have a hard time saying no to that sort of thing. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested all kinds of gas grills, and they say the Weber Genesis grills are the best ones. Well, you know what? Weber Genesis grills are on sale all month at Rocky's. Get a good deal now and get ready for delicious a delicious summer of grilling with your new Weber from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock one. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 612 and Rush on Rock 102. Cloudy today and a high of 61. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. What do we, uh, what do we got today? We got uh, Am I the A-Hole uh-huh. and yeah. our normal stuff. Yeah, yep. We got the mass hat. We got uh, Now Hear This. Mm. I uh, I don't uh, Do you guys ever like remember your dreams? Like at night, you, know, you, you wake up. I, I hardly ever remember any of my dreams. Hardly ever. I don't know why that is. Sometimes. Barely ever. But last night, I was dreaming I was angry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. I don't remember the details. I just remember being very, very angry. Okay. And then my alarm went off, and I was still angry. Like, I don't know what I was angry at. I can't even identify what was it that pissed me off so much that I woke up just in a foul hmm angry mood like the alarm goes off and the first thing out of my mouth was a really bad expletive really i would share it with you now Uh but i would like to keep my job until at least next payday well as long as it's unintentional you can get away with it maybe (laughs) maybe that's what you were upset about having to come in here maybe but i've always been angrier coming in here than like uh, on a like say going to bed on a sunday night and then waking up on a monday than a tuesday morning did you get uh enough sleep last night I think so. What time did you go to bed? I think it was in bed by 8.30. Ooh, that's late for you. (laughs) you, Do you keep track of his sleep habits? Well, no. He gets the early bird special at 4 at Denny's, and then, uh, you know, he's Mm going to be in bed by 6. You laugh, but that is kind of how we uh, run our lives. I know it's how you run your lives. Dinner very early and then an early bedtime. I'm kind of the same way, sadly. But I don't normally uh, wake up feeling much of anything. I'm kind of... I guess I'm kind of dead inside, and I think it's uh, all the years of working here. 
But uh, well, that's what I'm getting at. Maybe yeah. that's what you were angry about. Uh, getting up at three o'clock in the morning ain't uh, ain't no picnic. I'm not necessarily one that puts a lot of stock in dream analysis because I think in order to do that, you have to at least remember what you were dreaming about. Uh-huh. But uh, being angry or seeing somebody else angry in a dream may be a way to re- to safely release unexpressed anger from waking life. Ah, yeah. A dream about anger may symbolize frustrations or disappointments in your life or some aspect of waking life. You may be angry at or blaming yourself for negative outcomes and experiences that you are not consciously acknowledging. I deliver you disappointment every single day. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just uh, rolling up into that big ball of anger and it's coming out in your dreams. Well, I'm so glad you brought this up, Steve, because yeah. I've got a lot of problems with you people. I bet you do. It's the airing of the grievances. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. This is, uh, you know, I, uh, you know I, I eat a lot of aggression and a lot of pizza. <laughs> but I'm starting to think that uh, maybe I'm not expressing my anger quite enough. Let it out, man. You Maybe want to do it right I will. Now? You want to do it right now? I don't know. It's going to take more than just you two rubes to drag it out of me. Well, we could get phone calls coming in to try and trigger your anger no, if you want I, to do l- that. Listen, I, I think you know where those phone calls will go, <laughs> well, yeah. and I don't really want yeah. to be a part of that either. Well, that's exactly the point. If that doesn't make you angry, what will? It will make me angry, yeah. but I don't necessarily know if I want to sit around and listen to these people. <laughs> I do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I absolutely Call do. now and make Bax angry. Yeah. It, I think you'd be surprised how little it'll, it'll take to push me over the edge. So then uh, what happens on the way to work, though? You said that there was something Well, else this happened. is the other thing. Yeah. So I, I, I'm in my car, and I'm driving to work, mm-hmm. and I'm on Allen Street. You know Allen Street, right? Oh, very well. Okay, from, uh, from Hamden into East Longmeadow. A deer comes out of nowhere, like out of the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crosses the street. Clearly sees me coming. And I've got the right of way, which is the crazy part. So the, the deer is not paying attention to the rules of the road by any stretch of the imagination. He's not following pedestrian uh, laws where you need to keep uh, snug to the side of the road uh, Steve, facing he's not, traffic. he's not even at a crosswalk. Oh, I don't know, you know what the hell these deers are thinking. I, I have a theory on that, by the way. I think there are urban deer. Yeah. And there are suburban and country deer, and they all behave differently based on the traffic patterns because they're either used to a lot of traffic yeah. or they're not used to a lot of traffic. I think you'll find that city antelope really know how to pay uh, pay attention to the rules. Usually, so I don't know why this one wasn't, unless maybe he was a transplanted country deer that was suddenly on Allen Street. Well, yeah, and he's, like, he's like, what are you, what you looking at, mother bucker? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> just at, what side of town you on? Just attitude. He was, yeah, giving, he was right. giving back his attitude. So he, I, he knew the rules of the road. So I missed this deer, I swear to God, by maybe about a foot and a half. I mean, I almost creamed him. And then, you know, it, the problem with a lot of these deers, no insurance, so it, it would be on me. I'd be at fault. I hit the deer. I'd have to call the cops. God knows what kind of damage I would get to my vehicle. And uh, I probably wouldn't even get paid if they were, uh, like, medical damages from that stupid deer. So, technically, you should be thankful this morning because you didn't hit the deer. Instead of angry, right? It it was a near hit. It was. It was. You're right. It was a near hit. Is it a near miss or a near hit? I'm not sure what it is. Well, if if I were trying to hit him, then it'd be a a near hit, I think. Okay. But it was a near near miss miss because I think he was trying to hit me. And I don't even know what I did to to elicit that kind of anger. Maybe he was in your dream too. Maybe you were dreaming together, and you had to, like, you were angry, like uh, Ted Lasso gets angry at uh, other people in his dreams, but they right. have to make amends in that yeah. whole thing to, to to make the dream better. 
Maybe yeah. the deer was trying to get hit yeah. in order to gain sympathy from other deer. Like, look what yeah. happened to me this morning, man. This yeah. guy hit me with a the car. There used to be a guy in Syracuse named Train Boy, and he used to get hit by trains on purpose. Really? In order to gain sympathy with people, but also to collect big time from insurance companies. And did it did, work? He did. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Just get hit by trains on purpose and collect. Train, train boy. Yeah. I don't think this deer was looking for insurance handouts. I don't. I don't no, I don't just know. sympathy from from his fellow deer, maybe in this case. That's well, all listen, I'm if, I, if I cracked this deer's pelvis with my car, I don't know what kind of uh, sympathy he's hoping to get. My guess is it'd be coyote food by the end of the day. Probably true. But but a wake up angry. I almost kill uh, an antelope mm-hmm. on Allen Street, and I come in today and I got a big stain on my shirt from uh, from. From toothpaste that I must have drooled off my mouth. Hey, look, you got a stain on your shirt, and Dave's got a stain on his shirt. Mm-hmm. Were you guys uh, eating together last night? No. No, he, he said it was toothpaste just toothpaste. a second ago. It was toothpaste this yeah, morning. Were you eating teeth, toothpaste together? I mean, no. sometimes uh, no. foam at the mouth. No. I don't know. Mine is, no. mine is salad dressing that's splattered everywhere from a meal I was having last night with buddies at Fitzwillie's in Northampton. What? Uh, who were these buddies from? Uh, one from... Uh, UMass, works at UMass, mm-hmm. and another guy I hadn't seen for 45 years and his wife, so it was the four of us. Oh, he was, uh, was he surprised to see you? No, 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 we knew, we, we set it up. I yeah. Mean, you know, so. Uh, no, was, I know, but he was like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in 45 years. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, yeah. did you walk away from that dinner feeling like there's a reason I haven't seen this guy in 45 years? Not at all, in case he's listening. See, gotcha. I've been in that situation many times where I, where I see somebody for like the first time in 30 years, yeah. and I remember within seconds. Oh yeah, that's right. This is why. This is why I haven't, I haven't seen, seen them in thirty-five no, years. No, it's not a case of that. I will say that. You sure about that? I am sure again because you might be listening. All right. So what did what did you, you go eat? <laughs> what what did we eat? Where did you go eat? Fitzwillies. Fitz- I said Fitzwillies, Northampton. Yeah. Good and then uh, what did you order? That uh, you had vinaigrette all over you. Is that what you said? Yeah, I had a uh, I had a salad. You had Just a salad? salad? Yeah, with tuna in it. Tuna, like yeah. fresh ahi tuna, yeah. or like uh, yeah, fresh, yeah, chicken ahi, of the sea tuna. No, no, no an ahi yeah. tuna salad. All right, and yeah. you got vinaigrette all over. Uh, you? Yeah, my blue golf shirt that I'm still wearing because it's dark enough, and you can cover it up with a sweatshirt like I am right now. You get an extra day wear out of it. You didn't change your shirt course, before you came in here. Of course morning? not. Did you sleep in it? You know how much laundry I got to do for crying out loud. Was it because that was the clean shirt you wore out? Yes, exactly. I hadn't worn it yesterday, just right. out last night. I'll give you a pass on that, because right. I think you can wear it for at least 24 hours <laughs> exactly. before it becomes really dirty. Did you sleep in it, though? Think, no, thinking alike, by yeah, the right. way. Now, at least it, you didn't sleep in it. At least not, tell that you, I'm t- not that I'm admitting to yeah, you right. guys. Now, if you, I'll tell you what. You come here tomorrow with that same shirt, whether you launder it or not. <laughs> I'm right. going to wake up angry again. All right. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. This guy on. you hadn't seen in, what, 45 years, yeah. you said? So he comes up to you and he says, oh, my God, you still got that stain on your shirt <laughs> for 45 years ago. You Think, need a different shirt. Things haven't changed. Yeah. It's 621 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. ACDC on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. You can't be struck by thunder. You get struck by lightning. What the hell is wrong with them for crying out loud? And now it's time for Today I Learned! Today I Learned of John Minock, the heaviest human ever recorded, weighing over 1,400 pounds. Nice. Wow. Can you imagine that? He was, uh, he was alive from September 28th of 1941 to September 10th of 1983. He was an American man who at his peak weight was the heaviest ever recorded, 
1,400 pounds. This guy, uh, they had to carry him around in a cart everywhere he mm-hmm. went. Good God. I mean, you ever see uh, my 600-pound life? No. I, I, You've never seen that? No. You, you know what? They they have that on sometimes in gyms when you're working out. I'm like, why would you put that on when people are working Motivation. out? Motivation. I guess, right? Motivation. Yeah. The last thing you want is to have them, you have to remove a wall to <laughs> get out of the house. Who's that doctor? What's his name? Doctor Now. Doctor Now. Okay. Let me tell you something. Your mama is so fat. How fat is she? Your mama is so fat, she broke her arm and gravy poured out of her butt. Your mama is so fat. How fat is she? When she sits around the house, she sits around the house. Thank you very much. I'll be here until the season of my 600-pound life is over. <laughs> and that is Coming up next, I got another story about a heavy dude from Russia. Coming up on Rock 102. Hey there, Springfield. 33. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Ukraine news to start with. Even as diplomatic talks are ongoing between the two countries, the Russian invasion of Ukraine continues. Russian forces firing on suburbs around the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. Again, in the middle of, quote, diplomatic talks between the two countries. Now the, uh, the Russians are going to the, the Chinese government yes. and saying, hey, could you help us uh, pay for some of this? Because it's getting very expensive. Yes, and send some extra forces while you're at it as well. No, I like Chinese. They only come up to your tiny little knees. They have those little tiny trees. They're cute and they're friendly and they're, and they're ready, ready to please. please. I, I like Chinese food. <laughs> The waiters never are rude. I got a great Chinese place, by the way, in Enfield that I use. Fantastic food. Really? Yeah. There was one good one and one really bad one, both about like a quarter mile from my place in Enfield. Yeah. I found out early on, I identified which was good, which, which was one, bad. Which one? I'm not, so, no. So I'm don't not. go to the one that you got botulism from, you <laughs> yes. go to the other one. I'm right. not identifying them. You know which uh, one I thought was right, uh, one of the best ones in the area? Mm-hmm. The one that burned down next to Armada's, the Iron Chef. Oh my gosh, that was a good one. That was a mix too. That was a sushi and uh, you know, like Asian cuisine. Tiny, kind of tiny yeah. little place. I think it probably had like six tables in it. But oh my god, the food was so good it was there. Phenomenal. Well, this place in Enfield doesn't have any tables. This is just takeout. I'll say, I'll say the good one. I don't have to say the bad one, right? I say the good one. Yeah, say the good What's one. What's the name of the good one? Main Kitchen. Main Kitchen. Really is good. It on Main Street. I guess it's on the main drag there. I are the, don't know. Are the people who work there from the state of Maine? I think it's on Enfield is, Street. Is it mainly food it, that they sell? Uh, mostly. Mostly dead. Now, is it better than the Chinese food that we had when we went out for our lunch? No, that's nah, really good, that's too. the best one yeah, around. Yeah, that's really I'm good. telling you. I'm yep. telling you. That, you those golden fried shrimp balls. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Right down my throat. Can I just tell you, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't really have very many vices. Mm. I mean, I don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? I don't drink, I don't smoke. <laughs> Uh, but these sudden innuendos are about to follow. Um, <laughs> we got the uh, the dumplings. Yeah. I have been uh, fixated on having more dumplings in my head ever since. Let's, are, get, let's get the boss's card and go back to 
lunch this we, week. We definitely should. I don't know what it is about the dumplings, the uh, the fried dumplings, the pot stickers. Oh my God, they were so good. Yeah. yeah, just let's just tell the boss that we need more diplomatic talks like Russia and Ukraine between the three of us here, and we need to go out to lunch again. I think he'll give us whatever we want as long as we don't have to have a meeting with him. Right. Yeah, here, I, go. Go, kids. Go. Get out of here. I, I'm starting to get the sense he's tired of uh, hanging with us in meetings. Yeah, I think so. Like he's got other things he'd much rather do. And I, you know what? I can't say I blame him. Other Russian-Ukraine matters. Did you see this? That Tesla CEO Elon Musk challenged Vladimir Putin to a battle? Uh, no. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Not- I just watched an apartment building get exploded by a missile, which was awful. Well, right in the middle of the diplomatic yeah, talks right. between the two yeah. countries, right? So Musk issued a challenge to Putin for a, quote, single combat duel with the winner getting to keep Ukraine. So Putin, I think, is like a black belt in karate. I don't know what kind of fighting skills Elon Musk has. I I find this uh, to be almost insulting from Elon Musk. Yes. Really? Are you getting involved in, you know, why are you getting involved? Well, they in thought that? he was drunk, frankly. People who were observing yeah. this happen on, on social media yeah. over the weekend. He doesn't need to be putting himself involved in that it w- particular it w- you know, if you want to donate goods and donate, you mm-hmm. know, things that will help the people of Ukraine right. versus, I'm going to challenge your title. You know, that is the kind of thing that uh, only a drunk person would do. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting around in a bar, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get into a conversation about, you know, which uh, evil despot could you take sure. in, a, in a fist fight. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure I could take. Whole pot and baby doc in a in a in a in a, in a cage a steel cage death match. Mm-hmm. I got Idi Amin. I Idi think Amin? I could take him down. Yeah, it's a it's he has no business being involved. No, in this of course not. Well, plus he didn't he lose his girlfriend recently. I think they're on the outs now. All, so all the more reason to prove I'm yes. about to fight <laughs> Vladimir Putin. But I'll stop if you just come back. Exactly. Uh, well, it was part of a social media flurry, this challenge that Musk issued to Putin, because the 50-year-old multi-billionaire also followed up that physical challenge with a direct tweet to the Kremlin asking whether they would agree to the fight between the two. So Never, the guy was definitely drunk or didn't something. didn't realize the Kremlin had a Twitter handle. guess they do. Live Me- and learn. Meantime, I was talking about uh, heavy guys because you did that story about the heaviest guy. Mm-hmm. Five hundred pound Russian man detained by Russian authorities Sunday after he handcuffed himself to entrance of McDonald's because it was closing down. He was upset because he said McDonald's was picking sides and not staying open. He called it active hostility against Russian citizens. Well, I mean, uh, you know. If this country ever got involved in some war where they would start closing down McDonald's and I wasn't able to get a McRib or a Shamrock mm. Shake, mm-hmm. you better believe I'd handcuff my ass to that door, too. <laughs> you probably have plenty of company. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs recommending shuttering its nearly century-old Northampton Medical Center and transferring services for the 24,000 vets to other places in Springfield, Newington, and private providers in the Western Mass region. While the VA proposed overhauls or new facilities at several New England sites, they say it's too expensive to pull off at the particular site in Northampton. So they're recommending closing it down and moving everybody else to other sites around Western Mass. Okay. All right. Meantime, gas prices here in Western Mass exceeding 4.25 a gallon and the Council on Aging has gone green. 
They took delivery of a new Hyundai Ioniq 5 electric vehicle from Gary Rome Hyundai. It's a $50,000 deal that was secured by the town's state house delegation in South Hadley. And Gary Rome himself presented the keys to the new vehicle to the Council on Aging. They'll be training their employees to drive the vehicle and get seniors to and from medical appointments, grocery shopping, and other activities. Does the dog come along, too? That would I be would like a comfort dog. animal for the uh, elderly people. He was pictured in the press photographs. He, should be, he should be riding around in that, uh, that mm-hmm. car. Let's talk to Gary and see if we can get that worked out. New life for the Hickory Ridge Golf Course in Amherst. Municipal officials purchasing the real estate for $520,000, even though it's worth like $5 million. Yeah, they, that they, happens a lot around here. Tacoa Country Club was sold, or Tacoa and Westfield, right? Yes. yes. That was sold for like a million dollars like 10, 11 years ago. Right. And it's probably worth, you know, five or six million dollars, I would think. Well, when you think about the acreage. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you're going to buy that many acres anywhere in Westfield, you'd, you'd pay through the nose. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know why these things are, it's almost going to be uh, like like too cheap. Was this like a lien on the property that they were selling it to? Or was it well, not the, the golf course closed back in 2018, so it was just kind of laying there doing nothing anyway. Uh, so, Can you imagine the spring cleanup you're going to have to do on that job? Well, are they looking to reopen it as a golf course? No. No, plans for the 150-acre parcel include a large-scale solar energy installation and an open space for public recreation. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I always say repurpose those places to something that everybody can use. Well, just, if you're not going to turn it back into a golf course, right? Similar to what we were talking about with the old buildings, the mill buildings that we yeah. talked about earlier on the show. You know, when I was a kid, the, the, the town of Rehoboth had like I don't know, like nine golf courses. I mean, it was just an extraordinary number of golf courses. In fact, I think at one point they had more golf courses than any other town in America. Wow. But they closed a couple, and uh, there was one. Uh, not far from my sister's house. In fact, I think my sister's street, which is a relatively newer street, abutted uh, part of that course. Nevertheless, uh, that thing's been shut down for 30 years. I've never done anything else with the land. Hmm. And but, but the but to this day, the clubhouse still stands. Really? Yes. And, and is it used for anything else, or is it just sitting there? Just well, uh, it's only other use that anyone can recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day was at night, occasionally there would be a light on in the clubhouse. Hmm. The reason why the light was on is that the uh, Patriarch Crime Family of Providence would do all their big meetings oh. in that clubhouse. Nice. Yes. That's, hey. That was always the rumor. I don't know how true it is. Yo. But, hey. Oh. It was like the bada bing of Rehoboth, Massachusetts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Congressman Richard Neal was here yesterday. Asking federal agencies to intervene over concerns about the courthouse and the mold. Mm. He has asked both OSHA and the EPA to investigate the working conditions at the courthouse and is hoping for what he's calling immediate action. Is this the first time he's actually spoken about the courthouse? I believe so. Uh, right. Well, he's got that fancy one named after him uh, down the street, so he doesn't need True. to, you know. Oh, I got my fancy uh, d- uh, federal courthouse. What do I need to... Put my nose into this one for. You know, ironically, he's also got his name on the DPW uh, uh, building on Tapley Street. Yeah. DPW. 
a bunch of guys who don't do a whole hell of a lot of work, but just stand there, sounds just like, like the congressman himself. Sounds like Richie oh Neal to a T. <laughs> when do you get your name on a building being a Massachusetts Broadcasting Hall of Famer, Closest by the way? Closest my name is ever going to come into a building is maybe on a porta potty at the uh, <laughs> at the Festa in Ludlow. Low 60s with clouds today and tomorrow. Coming up next in the Mass Hat, some thieves in Houston going next level. Stay tuned. It's straight ahead on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 649 and David Bowie on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly cloudy today and a chance of some rain uh, later on tonight. And a high of 61 tomorrow, sunny and a high of 61. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, I want everybody to pull out a pen. April 24th, uh, it's the biggest day of the year. Bacon and brews. Uh, We're going to be, again, uh, joining the log cabin. And thanks to uh, the Tommy Carr Auto Group and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements for Bacon and Brews, the bacon and craft beer theme bash. Admission includes all kinds of bacon-inspired treats brought to you by the log cabin chefs. There'll be a cash bar with a selection of craft beers to Cleanse the Palette, plus live music from Alex 2E and the Cloud9 Band games and more. Tickets are on sale right now at rock102.com. you got to be over 21 with a positive ID to enter. It's Bacon Brews, April 24th at the Log Cabin in Holyoke. Brought to you again by the Tommy Car Auto Group, Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, and Rock 102, Springfield Classic Rock. It's back, Stephen Dave, and that's a great chance for me to get more stains on my shirt that night. I'm going to see how many I can get, I think. Oh, I would... <laughs> My shirt looks like a Gallagher show. I cover myself in plastic before I go in there. A crime scene. Uh, I'm wearing a vinaigrette stained golf shirt today, by the way. Steve is uh, smartly dressed in a black T-shirt, and Bax has his Vermont Green Mountains T-shirt on, in case you're wondering what we look like. Which is a little bit of toothpaste in the front, you know, for later. (laughs) Just a little accent. I have no stains, by the way. All right. Still early. Which is is unusual, because I usually do. That's right. The day is young. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Now, we've all heard about thieves siphoning gas from other vehicles, right? You know, like a rubber tube, and you, you know, you get your mouth on the end of that thing and you suck the gas out until it's almost in your mouth, and then you put the other end of the tube in a container and you steal gas that way you well, seem to know a lot of what you're doing over there i mean yeah just that's what i hear <laughs> thieves in houston have gone next level apparently they've been driving up in a green minivan stopping over the caps to the underground tanks at gas stations opening a trap door in the floor of their vehicle breaking into the tank putting a hose down and siphoning the gas out of gas stations now that is some crime right there They've done this on three separate occasions in Houston. Tried to do it a fourth time, but they were chased off by the owner. He claims, this owner, they've stolen over 1,000 gallons of diesel, which has cost him about $5,000. And they're still on the run. They haven't been caught yet. Well, they've probably had a chance to drive away with all that diesel. Well, yeah, not only they're, that. They're well-fueled. Yeah, and, and if they've got the vehicle, which is a certain color, but but now, didn't we learn recently that you can change the color of your vehicle now with just a press of a button? There are vehicles, brand-new vehicles, where you can you know, click something on the dashboard and change really? the color of the outside of your vehicle. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, so they huh. may be doing that. Anyway, they've gone to the trouble to customize their vehicle from – just an average soccer mom SUV to an Ocean's Eleven style deal where they've got all this, you know, fancy 
work and yeah. trap doors underneath it and everything. Well, I guess, uh, you know, creativity uh, is... Yeah, but you know what, Steve? It's still a crime. Even if you feel like you're being jacked at the mm-hmm. pump, like, uh, you know, they're they're picking your pocket. Right. Doesn't mean you can just steal whatever they have. You're not entitled to their gas. You gotta, you gotta pay for it like every other law-abiding citizen in the United States. I got gas for a dollar thirty-nine over the weekend. It was from a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, they're gonna have to jack the prices at this area in Houston because again, this one poor gasoline station owner has lost five thousand dollars over. This jacking deal. the prices, they should be jacking something else for no, that kid, money. No, I'm talking about that kind of yeah. price. You're damn right about that. It's six fifty-three with back Steve and Dave on Rock one hundred and two. Coming up next in the one hundred and two second sports. Um, apparently, March Madness has gone to the next level as well. Plus, the Patriots didn't just lose J.C. Jackson; they lost another key free agent. Bowling takes place between seven a.m. and eight a.m. It is almost seven a.m. We're in the low sixties for today and for tomorrow with clouds and sunshine. We might hit seventy on Friday. The weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, they have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your one hundred and two second sports on Rock One Hundred Two. Starting with football. Patriots Pro Bowl cornerback J.C. Jackson signing with the L.A. Chargers, a five-year deal worth $82.5 million, $40 million of it guaranteed. Also, sad day for Pat's quarterback, Mac Jones. He lost one of his top protectors, offensive lineman Ted Karras, landing a three-year, $18 million deal with the Cincinnati Bengals, a logical fit for Cincinnati as they look to lessen the beating that their quarterback, Joe Burrow, has taken recently. Other big offseason news, Chase Winovich got a haircut. I know, really big, right? The Patriots defensive end posting a video on his Instagram page recently showing off a parted cut with a fade on the sides and then asking the camera, well, what do you think? Have you seen Chase Winovich's new haircut? And what do you think? We'd love to hear from you. Hockey, Bruins at Chicago tonight against the Blackhawks at 830. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. UMass Hockey into the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell Friday at the TD Garden at 730. And speaking of UMass, the UMass women in the NCAA basketball tournament against Notre Dame Saturday in Norman, Oklahoma. The UMass men aren't in the postseason. That's why we need Frank Martin as the new head coach, in my opinion. He was fired as head coach of the South Carolina Game Cox after an 18-13 season and a 10-year record in South Carolina of 171 and 147. We could do a lot worse than getting Frank Martin as the new coach of UMass. Meantime, gambling on March Madness has hit an all-time high. Baxel cover that next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. EJS Roofing and Contractor. All your roofing. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you may know, it took me all of 6.5 minutes to print off my downloadable NCAA brackets, assess the matchups, make my predictions, and then write them all down. And as I said yesterday, my final four was Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, and Kansas. That's who I've picked, and that's who I'm sticking with. 
Yesterday, of course, I made the mistake of looking on the internet to see what the experts came up with. I also made the mistake of finding a story that claimed they ran a computer program 10,000 times to come up with a computer model that is said to be 93% accurate. And if I wanted to see it, I'd have to pay for it. Needless to say, my money and I remain in close contact. Yet despite my apparent self-confidence, I am riddled with self-doubt. And it only took less than 24 hours to happen. Sure, it's easy to make your picks and try to live with the outcome. I'm just happy I'm not one of the people who are projected to spend more than $3 billion gambling on March Madness this week. $3 billion. And I'm worried about spending 5 bucks on a website that claims to be 93% accurate. You see... Now that sports gambling is no longer illegal, there'll be all kinds of money being lost by people playing a fool's game in their crappy brackets. People will lose their shirts, their homes, and their life savings simply because they believe they know how to fill out their brackets. Meanwhile, you have me. If my brackets are going to cost me money, say like over 20 bucks, then you can just forget about getting your greasy little hands in my picks. But apparently, there are 45 million people out there who have been brainwashed into believing that they got a shot at winning this thing or pumping out a perfect set of brackets. Even though the odds of doing that are said to be 1 in 28 billion. And yet, we do it every year. Why? Because we're a bunch of self-loathing dopes. And those of you who are actually thinking about laying down your fair share of that $3 billion might be even dopier than that. Just know that whatever happens, I'm not going to be the one to blame. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Paint and primer all in one? Get out of here. Does it really work? You bet it does. Clark and Kensington Paint, the house brand paint at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Clark and Kensington delivers the paint and primer all in one promise. Good people, rock solid service, and Clark and Kensington Paint at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 7.08 and Led Zeppelin on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Going to be mostly uh, sunny, well, actually mostly cloudy today with some rain showers later on tonight and then mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 61. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. So a woman's gone viral on TikTok, guys, and people are asking, is this a good life hack that she's doing or is it just plain dumb? So she's got a video of herself going shopping, using her suitcase instead of bags to go shopping. Drags the suitcase in on the wheels there, Mm -hmm. rolls out with a full suitcase full of groceries. So, good life hack or just plain dumb? Suitcase? Yes. What kind of suitcase? A rolling suitcase. Yeah, but what kind? Is it... uh, Well, American American Tourister? Tourister? I don't know. I I I mean, it makes a difference if you're buying... uh, you know, luggage from uh, Ocean State Job Lodge, you might have a different experience than you would if you bought it from a higher-end store like a Macy's. Why? Wow, it's, it's the same thing with, like, bags. You're going to buy high-end bags. or It's still a bag. It's still a suitcase. It's going to get the job done. Who cares what kind of brand it is? I don't, I don't think it's such a, a, such a bad idea. I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to look goofy when you're inside the store. Right. But, you know, um, i got to be honest with you. Uh, I, I know it's it's terrible for the environment and, uh, and what have you, but... I really miss single-use plastic bags. Mm-hmm. I miss the hell out of those damn things. I miss them, too. Uh, I remember about six years ago, I go to uh, the Northampton Stop and Shop. Right. Now, this was when plastic single-use plastic bags were in use all over Western Massachusetts. And then you go to Northampton... And uh, you know, I, I was uh, I was I had some uh, you know, I was dealing with some things at the time, 
that I really didn't want to really take any crap from anybody. So Do you care I, to share any of those things with us right now? Well, it was when my wife was diagnosed with cancer, and uh, you know, it All was right. it was that same weekend, and I had to go up to this thing at uh, one of the car dealerships up there to do, you know, be the happy-go-lucky guy, and uh, you know, and then I, I'm uh, I'm tasked to get some things from the grocery store, and then I get up there. And all they have is brown paper bags. Oh, my God. Hmm. And I was like, you tree-hugging hippies up here. What the hell is wrong with you? Get on the bandwagon and get the plastic like the rest of the world. Yeah, why don't you slap on them Birkenstocks and help me out in the right way get some plastic in here? And I'm really, I'm really glad you brought this up, Dave, because I watched uh, I watched John's, The Problem with John Stewart. Have you seen the show? I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen the promos. Okay. Uh, this just kind of backs up all my things about not recycling mm-hmm. and why that doesn't mean anything. He did this whole expose about, uh, more about emissions. It was more about carbon emissions from, mm-hmm. the, from you know, companies and, and how they tell us uh, about carbon footprints do you remember remember where you heard the term carbon footprint before? Where um, where it originated from? Was it an Al Gore thing? Beverly Hillbillies? No, it was a uh, it was a British Petroleum ad that started the whole carbon ah. footprint thing. Okay. Here's the here's the problem: seventy percent of all the emissions in the world come from one hundred companies that are all fossil fuel based. So what they do is they try to tell us that. We're oh you you're not recycling you're not doing this is all the things that are causing all these problems it's not it's them and they don't want to fix the problem recycling doesn't do jack squat jack squat you know uh that may very well be but I find that every time I don't get a plastic bag yeah. a little part of me inside dies that's how sad I am. Well, plus, I used to love to set the record by seeing how many of the plastic bags full of groceries I could carry at one time and cut off the circulation to my fingers because right. I was holding on to so much weight. Now, here's the thing. When I get this plastic, the, uh, the single-use plastic bag, I don't recycle it. Yeah. I use it for a second purpose. Yeah, but what do you do with it after you're done with the... When, you, when it finally turns into that pair of underwear you own with all the holes in it ready to disintegrate, what do you do with the bag then? Who told you about the underwear? Well, I just assumed. Well, it does work for a while. I will tell you that. I don't. You know, I uh, you throw I, it away, don't you? I, you don't I, recycle I, it. I it Use it to pick up your dog's poop. Listen, for all the people who are like, you should recycle. You know how many things you probably do that you should be doing, but you don't do it. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Perfect example, Steve. Perfect example. So let's say you're recycling, right? Let's say you finish a jar of uh, mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I'm just picking any product in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, in you, one sitting. Yes, of okay. course. Be, of course. How else would you enjoy it? Um, let's say I finish the jar of mayonnaise. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't like cleaning right. the jar of mayonnaise. If the jar is clean, and I can just clean it by just you know, you know, putting some water in it and shaking it around and empty it, and, yep. and I don't have to go in there with like a sponge and clean out all that mayonnaise that's mm-hmm. on the on the, yeah, yeah. the side. It's going in the trash. Yeah, it I'm, ain't going in the recycling. I'm throwing that away in. Def- 
defiance. I'm the same way with the peanut butter jar, by the way. Another That's good example. really hard to get in there and get all that stuff you out. You cut your hand if you put your hand in That's there right. with a sponge. Mm-hmm. I had some friends come to the house last year, and uh, you know, my buddy Joe, he likes to he likes to clean up afterwards, which is great because right. I don't have to do it. Right. But he's very uh, very meticulous about how he cleans, and you know, he cleans like everything, you know, including the jar of. I don't even know what it was. I think it might have been barbecue sauce or something that was part of the meal that was empty. Mm-hmm. And then he cleaned it, like like squeaky clean, like it was a brand new jar. Sure. And then he said, uh, hey, Steve, uh, where's your recycling bin around here? You want me to just throw that in there? And I'm like, listen, boy, you're in the <laughs> hail towns. We don't recycle around here. Everything is single stream, just like our urine. <laughs> Glad I'm not like, going over to your you house. You take your Wilbraham hippie crap and go back to where you came from. Take your jar with you, too, pansy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> amen, brother. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, uh, I, I, I'm not a hard, fast uh, recycling guy. Well, if, if it's going to require extra effort on my part, I ain't doing it. I agree. You know, I guess maybe a solution is to take those mayonnaise and peanut butter jars and just stick them in the dishwasher and hit play and let the well, dishwasher clean them up and then put them in the recycling But then bin, I'm right? uh, wasting uh, costly water. Yeah, I guess either way, right? But you'd probably be wasting a lot of water if, if you tried to clean them yourself, too, right? This is why I waste no time or effort of water or expense by just tossing it into the trash where it belongs. So are you doing more damage to the environment if you just toss those things in the trash or more damage to the environment if you use too much water in cleaning them? That's the problem. And you probably, Bax, have a, uh, a septic system at your house. I do. So there are many things that I can't either put down the drain because that would clog it up and then would cause all kinds of other problems. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. But, you know, uh, in Hamden, we still have those gigantic, uh, you know, it's, it's all private pickup. We have those gigantic uh, garbage receptacles. But in like East Longmeadow or yeah. Chicopee, it's like a thimble. It's like yeah. the smallest thing in the world. You can't fit anything in those things. Dave is going to freak out if you don't answer that yeah, phone. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting there, but you know, I've, uh, rock one of, uh, you son of a... This is why we don't answer the phone. I know. Uh, there we go. See? It just there happens like that. Yeah. Hang on there if you want to talk about recycling issues or taking your suitcase to the grocery store. I don't think they want to. I think they were just trying to interrupt us because they didn't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> well, that's possible. Okay, well, now someone's calling. Yeah. Do you want to take it now? Up to you guys, too. Okay. Uh, rock one. 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Chris. How you doing? Hey, Chris. Good, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, cleaning up those peanut butter jars. Yes. I, I got a sim- simple tip here. You uh, take a piece of paper towel, throw it in there with a little water and soap, and just shake the hell out of the thing. And that works, huh? 100%. You'll, you'll be amazed when you see it happen. Huh? Are you sure about this? You're not just uh, trying. You're not one of them, these uh, tree hugging environmentalists trying to make me waste extra paper towels, right? No, no. But I'll stake. I won't stake my life. I'll stake my wife's life on it. All right. Well, that's reasonable. <laughs> so that's a, that's a good life hack. Now, what about the life hack that that woman got famous about on TikTok by taking her suitcase to the grocery store, filling it up with groceries? Good life hack or stupid? Stupid. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Only a broad would come up with an idea right, like no that. Kidding, huh? All right. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. <laughs> see, that's the thing. I see. I have all of these recycled mm-hmm. shopping bags lining my house. I never remember to bring them with me. Well, yes. I, I. Same thing for me. I got tons of them in like the back of my car, and then suddenly I use them all, and then when I need them, 
I've left them in the house. Yeah, but, I, I leave them in a closet in yeah, my house. Right. I, I probably must have like a hundred of them. <laughs> I just keep buying more every time I go to the grocery store. But I do have a new system, though. I, I have one, one of those bags right in the closet at my house, and I fill it up with all the recyclables at my apartment complex. And then when I'm going to go shopping, I bring that bag out. Dump all the recyclables in the plastic bin yeah, and you, take that bag shopping you, again. You got way too much of a system. I, yeah. The world doesn't work that I way, know. Dave. It's not the way things operate. You got too much time on you. You got too much time on your hands. <laughs> I'm trying to become a responsible citizen, guys. Now? Yeah, I know. It's a little so late. soon? <laughs> I, re I really uh, encourage you to watch that John Stewart thing about uh, how ridiculous it is that we do this recycling thing and it really doesn't do anything. There's still this okay. mounds and mounds of plastic over in India that has is all accumulated from here, mm -hmm. from Walmart bags and, you know, pickle jars right. and things like that, all over in that big giant pile of trash, wind up in the ocean. It's all bullshiznit is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's 718 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Freddie Mercury with his tribute to Elvis. Queen on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. You know, my uh, sister-in-law just wrote in and said, you know, I smuggle recyclables out of your house all the time and you don't even know it. Aha. Uh -huh. So she's doing a good deed yeah. on Wait, your behalf. Is that even legal? Uh, I, she can take whatever she wants out of the house. As long as she's taking trash out of the house, that's fine with me. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Have you had that kind of relationship with your sister for a long time where she cleans up all your stuff? Oh, listen, Dave, you have no idea mm -hmm. the amount of people that have come into my house over the last five years and done things <laughs> for me that I had no idea that were being done until they were pointed out to me. Oh, yeah, that uh, that washer is clean. Thank you very much. I'm surprised you got all the mold out of there. They got the people that get indignant because you didn't <laughs> notice something. Did you see what I did while you were gone? Uh, no. No, I, that, I, I think I'm supposed to I'm supposed to notice that stuff, but I don't. Well, because you're a guy. Right. The guy doesn't right. notice those kind. Listen, Dave, I'm have you ever noticed when, when, a, when a woman says, uh, do you notice anything different? Is there a part of you that notices right away, or is there a part of you that panics internally and said, oh, my God, I'm on, it's a quiz? <laughs> little of both. Little of both backs. I, a friend of mine actually said to me the other day, hey, you know, we're talking about a movie. Did you notice the dress that so-and-so was wearing in that movie? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what kind of dress an actress is wearing in a movie? What the hell? Guys don't do anything. We have no, we're oblivious. I, if you asked me, well, what was I wearing when we met? <laughs> I have no, I, I don't even know what I wore yesterday. You, you, Never. Wouldn't, you wouldn't know that? No, of course not. Why not? Those are like uh, little details that you would remember. No, those are not little details I would remember. You're supposed to remember those. See, I don't, but I don't remember those. Oh. I'd like to be able to remember <laughs> those, but my brain is a sieve. Oblivious. Totally oblivious. Men are oblivious. We are. Sorry. Well, I used to get the, uh, uh, what's you tell me what's different in the house, and uh, <laughs> then I'll give you the, you know, the Wi-Fi password. It was like one of those really? things. Really? Wow. Like I had to notice. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like one of those. I changed uh, the Wi-Fi password. You have to notice what's going on around here. <laughs> it's one of those cartoons in yeah. Highlights Magazine where, wh wh how are these two pictures different? Yeah. It was like being on Blue's Clues. It was like, <laughs> I'm Steve. I'm Blue's Clues. And I'm, like, hey, and I'm asking the dog, hey, what are you doing? And the dog's like, rah, 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 pointing to the painting up on the ceiling. Sometimes the mysteries are murder she wrote were easier to solve than the, than the uh, than what you're being asked to do. Exactly. 
You have to recognize that stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pay attention, take notes, <laughs> jot things down. But if you're going to quiz me, there's a pretty good chance I'm going to fail. It's uh, 726. We got news next on Rock 102. Mom loved the parade. It's just about 729. We're back, Steve and Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news. And here's Dave Coombs. So we just heard from Queen and Freddie Mercury a couple minutes ago. I'm looking at this on Twitter right now. Rolling Stone asking readers to pick the best lead singers of all time. Freddie Mercury came out second behind Robert Plant. Of Robert Led Plant. Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin. Also, Karen Carpenter made the list as well. Karen Carpenter? Mm-hmm. But she uh, she must have tossed her cookies over that one, huh? <laughs> you see what I did? Because she used to stick her finger down her throat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A little bulimia humor from Steve this morning. Hey, the Russian invasion of Ukraine continuing. Well, you're just stopping at the first two. We don't have like uh, the other the remaining uh, oh, eight. I, I didn't open up. Yeah, you might the, as well, you might as well go all the way with that. Now you started with it. Well, I didn't open up the tweet, but yeah, okay, I can. Oh, here it is. So Robert Plant number one. Yeah. Freddie, Freddie Mercury number two. Right. Bono number three. Please. Mick Jagger, number four. Right. Jim Morrison of The Dorse, number five. Mm-hmm. Roger Daltrey of The Who, number six. Eddie Vedder, number seven. John Lennon, number eight. Chris Cornell, number nine. And Kurt Cobain, number ten. My God, like three quarters of them are dead. Well, you're all, I mean, you're talking about a group of people that are all over their 70s. Well, it's true. And by the way, that, they were done male versus female. So Karen Carpenter was number two on the female list of best singers of all time. Oh, I thought this was best people with bulimia of all time no, i mean they all no. kind of look like yeah they, anyone you've na- you're named right. uh, kind of look like little skeletons you're right there ain't no meatloaf on that no, list meatloaf, anywhere meatloaf right? is not on that list right. yeah. uh ann wilson by the way the number one female singer of all time and you want me to go through the whole 10 top 10 of the female singers too or not hey you know why not we got nothing better to do. well plus we don't want to make the, the the ladies who are listening angry so ann wilson karen carpenter chrissy hind of the pretenders all right stevie nicks all right. Brittany Howard? Brittany Howard? Anyone? Bueller? I don't know who that is. Bueller? Anyone? Uh, I don't know. While, while you search that, I'll do the rest of the list. Debbie Harry, number six. Grace Slick, number seven. Janice Joplin, number eight. Joan Jett, number nine. And Shirley Manson, number ten. All right. Uh, Brittany Howard is from Alabama Shakes. Ah, okay. She's actually got a great voice. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, how does she keep her food down? Does she keep her food down as well as Karen Carpenter does? <laughs> I believe she doesn't suffer from the same issues. All right. Bulimia jokes courtesy of Steve Nagel this morning, by the way. Yeah, just make sure you point that out. Send uh, your uh, hate mail yeah. to Steve Nagel. Uh, at Rock hey, hey, send it to all of us. Let's <laughs> spread it around a little bit. Let's not focus yeah, on one guy. This is an equally guy. co-hosted show. We should all get the blame. All right, fair enough. The Russian invasion of Ukraine does continue even as, quote, Diplomatic talks are ongoing. Russian forces continuing to fire on suburbs around the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. Isn't that nice? It's Kiev. Is it Kiev? Yeah. Oh, somebody right, somebody Kiev... wrote in and said, uh, will you tell this douchebag to stop pronouncing it Kiev? It's Kiev. <laughs> right. Kiev, I guess, is the Russian city, right? Whatever you say, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> uh, hey, there's lots of... Uh, Builders in and around Western Mass this week. The building trade union meetings are going on in Springfield. Oh, my God. Why didn't you say so? <laughs> Finally. Some- Finally. Somebody's, somebody's talking do- about it. Something to do. Jesus. <laughs> they are talking about various issues 
that need to be talked about, and they're doing it at the MGM Springfield. What are the, the What are the issues? What are the issues coming up? Well, the fact that they essentially their workload has gone way down because of the pandemic, and they're trying to discuss ways in which they can increase the job opportunities. Yeah. And what better place is there to discuss these kinds of hard-nosed labor issues than surrounding by a craps table? While gambling all your money away that you don't have to begin with because your workload is down. Yeah. Well, what uh, have they not been building anything during the pandemic? It's been down, obviously. No, they have been building. They've been doing a lot of building. They've been building debt is what they've been building. Mm -hmm. I heard uh, you shouldn't buy a house that was made in the last two years because of all the lumber shortages, and they were using, like a lot of contractors were using like knotted wood and Mm -hmm. things that bowed wood and uh, all kinds of wood, oak wood, uh, chestnut wood, uh, cherry wood, uh, maple wood. I think that's about it. <laughs> All right, Bubba Gump. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is the 103rd annual convention of this particular trade union. Delegates from 74 local unions around the state of Massachusetts, more than 75,000 members are gathered here in Springfield through tomorrow. So we got a lot of extra people in our midst to bump bump up our economy a little bit. While How about we, that? Right? Mm-hmm. Two Holyoke High School North students arrested for having multiple dangerous weapons in their possession. No guns were found, but here's the list of some of the dangerous weapons that were found. Okay. A machete. Good. Multiple types of ammo in a marijuana bag. Mm-hmm. Brass knuckles, knives, and a hammer. Yeah, they brought all this stuff to school. No uh, throwing stars and nunchucks? Not that they found. I don't know. They, maybe they didn't do a body cavity search of these kids. I don't know. Oh, it's used the typical items you'd find at Holyoke High School. Really? Is that- <laughs> these are show and title yeah, items. Yeah, this, this is what my dad did last <laughs> night. This is a take your dad to work day. Well, dad couldn't make it. He was on business. But he gave me all this stuff to come in and show you guys. <laughs> my dad's a ninja. Ooh, career day. I guess you could get away with that, right? You could pass it off as... Show and tell yeah, for course. a member of your family absolutely, who needs these items to do his or her job properly. That's right. right. Well, that's a pretty good collection of weapons there. No guns, as I said. But, but ne- brass do- knuckles, does anyone, u- does anyone use brass knuckles anymore? Yeah, sure do. a lot of people use really? brass yeah, knuckles. Yeah. yeah. For what? what? Uh, for beating the crap out of somebody, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say, let's say, Dave, that you and I uh, met on the street. Mm-hmm. You didn't know me. I'm just a... A, uh, a street tough uh, looking to make a score. Gotcha. You look, you look the part. Right. And let's say I see that you've got like a big wallet in your back pocket. I can tell because it's like really sticking out there. You know, it's probably got, you know, credit cards mm-hmm. and, you know, coupons for one free guitar mm-hmm. lesson, you know, whatever it may be. Well, I'll, you know, if I wanted to say uh, remove that wallet from your possession, mm-hmm. What better way would there to be than to put on a pair of brass knuckles, maybe on either hand, and show you a little what they're for? Well, I think a gun would be more effective than brass knuckles. Well, maybe so, but uh, I'm. I, let's let's say I've committed a number of felonies and I can no longer get an FID card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to get that uh, those brass knuckles. Are they illegal? Brass knuckles? Yeah, in and of themselves. Like I don't know if that's like an illegal weapon, or question. is it just uh, illegal because you intended to use it for something that you shouldn't. And you brought it to school. Yeah, this right. is why my weapon of choice is to use like a tube sock full of wood nails mm-hmm. or bars of soap. 
I think but a, brass knuckles are certainly uh, my number two. I think a brass knuckles as being something that was used by mobsters in the 1930s. I don't think of it as being something that people would use today. Yeah, but it's those a, guys were very convincing back then. It's a timeless tool, Dave. <laughs> I suppose. Hey, Mayor Michael McCabe announcing that the 28th annual Mayor's Easter Egg Hunt scheduled for 10 a.m. to noon Saturday, April 9th for Westfield High School. Now, again, it's going to be a drive-through event, unfortunately, for the kids. Second year. They're going to the- have the children driving? That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's how's that going to work? How's that less dangerous? And outfitting them with brass knuckles in case they don't get what they want out of the Easter Bunny. Second year, by the way, that the Easter egg hunt will be drive-through. Children ages 1 to 10 and their families will hang out with celebrities like, and I'm just quoting from the article, celebrities like the Bomber Bird, the Tech Tiger, and the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Wow, that's, the uh, Bomber Bird, the Tech Tiger. Man, they're really uh, loading up the bill this year. <laughs> sounds like a celebrity bartending event I, I've been to. Uh, I used to take the kids to this. It's like, it's chaotic. It, it was chaotic when they didn't, I didn't go when the drive through mm-hmm. thing, but it's chaotic. And they have to do it in like groups of, they send the youngest kids out first. Because if you had all the kids go out there, it's a free for all. It is a free for all. Dogs and, and cats living together, and that's the things. It's like it's you. You leave all these eggs out there, and then you try to get the kids to go out. And if you had multiple age groups, you're right; they'd be beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what happens is like one kid that gets all the eggs, and then yeah. one kid that gets a big fat nothing. Then what do you do? Then you steal. You steal it from the little kid. That's what you do. You intimidate the little kid. Oh, absolutely. Giving a couple eggs yeah. to your kid who can't yeah. find an egg. Bullying is okay when it involves you actually getting something of value. Bullying somebody just because, you know, you want to is really not the way to go. You want to get to anywhere in life, you got to bully your way through it. I don't believe that's how the rules go. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> the kids, by the way, who do go to the drive through Easter egg hunt at Westfield High School will be able to get a goodie bag. And donations of non-perishable food items will also be collected to benefit the Westfield Food Pantry. So a good deed being done go. as well at the same time. Which is on Free Street, by the way. Is it really? Well, the Samaritan Inn is on Free Street. I think the food pantry is off of... Uh, Hunger the, Boulevard. No, the street you used to live off of. The main drag there. Not Union Street. Meadow Street. Other, Meadow Street. Yeah. yeah. Got a multi-vehicle crash to tell you about in case you're headed... South into Connecticut and then west towards, say, Waterbury. Got a crash in Hartford, Interstate 84. This just came in about an hour ago, by the way. A multi-vehicle crash. The State Department of Transportation officials saying the two-vehicle crash on I-84 westbound between exits 50 and 48. Again, west of Hartford. At one point, two lanes of the highway were closed. The highway has since fully reopened. Unclear if anyone was injured in the crash. This story from ConnecticutNews.com. So in case anyone is headed from our area to do business down in the Hartford area, you might have some issues on 84 West. We always have issues on 84 West. Yeah, for 84 sure. 84 West is, a, is an issue. Stop subscribing. That's how you stop the issues. Stop what? Stop subscribing to you'll get the no, issues. You'll get no <laughs> issues delivered to your house. Yeah. No, I haven't yet. You won't have those issues anymore. No, I got my own issues at my house. I don't need any delivered. Thank you very much. All right. What else you got? Not much, frankly. What else you got? Anything? 
Well, uh, I got something. I, I'm in fact, I'm a little surprised this wasn't uh, the lead story in every newscast. Uh, Scott Hall, one of the most influential men in professional wrestling, has died at the age of 63. The former uh, uh, Razor Ramon. Oh, yeah. Razor Ramon. Yes, he is a uh, two-time WWE Hall of Fame inductee. Broke his hip last month and then died wow. uh, during complications from surgery to repair it. So, uh, Scott Hall, the bad man, the bad guy. Uh, dead at the age of sixty-three. I, I'm not God, a f- God rest his soul. I'm not a pro wrestling fan. I've never been a pro wrestling fan. I know the name, really, but I. So what? Did he have a signature move? Razor Ramon. Well, I mean, you know, she's, I mean, the guy, Hall of Famer. I yeah. mean, you know, he had a bunch of a bunch of uh, moves, you could say, but but none that he was well known for, like well, the, the Camel Clutch. No, or, uh, I don't know. That's the only one I know. I don't know because I don't know anything about pro wrestling. Anyone? Are you, no. a, are you a pro wrestling fan, Steve? God, no. I, I've told this story many times. I was invited over to a friend's house. We mutually know him yep. years ago. Right. <clears throat> and he says, hey, man, I rented WW, whatever the hell it was, you know. Like oh, WrestleMania? I'm, I'm having a party. Come mm-hmm. on over. So I'm like, all right. You know what? I never really gave this a shot. Let me go over there and, and check it out. Within five minutes of the opening of this thing, it, uh, it was cool because, you know, it's a lot of people that I knew. They were mutual friends and, you know, we we're drinking beers and, you know, waiting for the match to start. Within five minutes of the match starting, I see uh, these two wrestlers uh, who are going into a... They're fighting over custody of a child. Okay? <laughs> wow. This is, this is what they were doing. They were fighting over the custody of a child. And I'm sure there's some, like, WWE nerd out there that knows what I'm talking about. Right. They were fighting over custody of a child. And uh, in the middle of the ring, there was a rope with the custody papers <laughs> hanging down from the top and a ladder. Yeah. And whoever could get to the top of the ladder to get custody would win custody of that child you know just like it's done in family court everywhere in this country well that is how they do it here in the state of massachusetts i don't think that's how they do it and i said that's it i'm done bye-bye and And i left and you left the party i took two beers with me and i left (laughs) (laughs) because i didn't buy them yeah Uh, by the way i'm just looking it up here razor ramon's finishing move was the razor's edge ah Yes, the I, razor's edge. I have no idea how he performed that. If there's a wrestling fan out there that wants to explain it to us, Scott Hall, give us a call. The uh, the bad bad guy was six feet seven inches tall. Wow. that is a big, that is uh, twisted steel and sex appeal right there. Was that 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 guy's all about? By the way, the razor's edge. His move was previously called. I'm reading here the diamond death drop. Got a good got a good uh, name to it, doesn't it? Who knew? Highs in the low 60s today and tomorrow with some sun and some clouds coming up next. And now hear this. A dad in Middleborough, Mass., and a Canadian boy, both going viral. We'll have both sound clips for you straight ahead on Rock 102. How long does it take to get a pizza delivered? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 751. Back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly cloudy for today and going to see some rain showers a little bit later on tonight. But tomorrow, sunny and a high of 61. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, real quick, we got uh, Am I the A-Hole next hour. And tomorrow, Dave from Dave Soda in Pet City will be in the studio to join us. And you haven't met him yet. but not. Uh, oh, be the meeting of the Daves. <laughs> yes, a real... 
a real meeting of the minds. You'll uh, you'll love him. Mm-hmm. I, I think I might have when I was filling in one time for somebody on this show. I think he might have been on the phone one time actually with with us. No. So if we no. ever had him on the phone, no, he's, no. he's an in studio guy very, all okay. the time. He's oh, yeah. very unique, very. But uh, that's uh, tomorrow. With uh, back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. And we got all sorts of big celebrities that we're working on behind the scenes, I should add, by the way. For That's the still not going to help this show at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to need more than that. Yeah. What is going to help this show? A miracle yeah. and a lot of prayer. A uh, set of brass knuckles, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's work on that. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Great neck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Your first sound clip comes from Canada where a little five-year-old boy has decided to give away his entire piggy bank to help the people of Ukraine. Liam Moore and his mom talking about the good deed right here. I'm giving away because Ukraine needs money. I would go to school and give the money right now. He said he wanted them to be uh, safe and have a safe place because we have a safe place to live. That's Mrs. Moore talking about her five-year-old boy, Liam. How about that? This uh, kid came up with this by himself or was this kind of... Suggested, like guilted on him by his parents, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know how parents can be. So, in others, may, they maybe they it's their political statement. They're using their son to do it. That's kind of a cynical viewpoint. Bax, come on, man. Cynical, me, <laughs> really. I don't know. I mean, uh, usually parents do put their kids up to something of like that. Of course they do. It's like with it's like when you're trying to clear out like some of their toys. They we're going to give these toys to children who don't have anything. And then meanwhile, in the back of your head, going, I can't wait to get rid of some of this junk in the house. So they're using their little five year old boy as a pawn in some larger game. That's it. Uh, that's, that's what, what most most parents do. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it for clout. We <laughs> need we need likes on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. When you don't feel like doing something yourself, you send your kids to do it. My kids were little cash cows for many years. <laughs> yes. Now they don't care. They don't want to be a part of it anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Did you guys have a piggy bank growing up, by the way? No, I might. Well, I did, and my dad used to steal it for beer money. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not. I'm not lying about that when I say. Sure well, see, that's the, that's the, that's the sad truth, Dave. That that's how my life went. Well, I'm thinking two things here, Steve. Either. <laughs> Either you had a lot of money in that piggy bank, or he was buying really cheap beer with the few pennies that you had in that piggy bank. When I was uh, when I was seventeen, it was a very good year. <laughs> it was actually a very bad year because I worked as a short order cook at a bar up in Syracuse. It was called Munchies. You ever hear oh, of yeah, Munchies? Sure. That's yeah. where the Syracuse Crunch used to hang out all the time. The hockey team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, <laughs> I would work a lot, and I was trying to save up. For this Chevy Malibu. It was a Ooh. 1981. Well, come on. A 17-year-old kid. Sure. And it, 17. That's the, totally cherry. The shop teacher was <laughs> selling it. So you knew if anything went wrong with it, he'd be able to help you fix it. Sure. Right? Sure. So for 500 bucks, he went. So I saved and I saved and I saved the money. And then all of a sudden, I go to look in the jar and there's only like $200 in there. And I was like, what happened to the money? And then I asked my oh, I had to. I had to borrow that. I was on a, on a business trip the other day. Never pays me back. <laughs> how, how much money was in there? So was, kids well, he did. He did. He'd go on business trips. B- quote, unquote, business well, there, trips. There was probably $600 in there, yeah, wow. and he took about four of it. I guess, I uh, my get, dad, was. he I was like, <laughs> and, and again, these discussions that I have with my siblings to figure out what the hell was going on with him, mm-hmm. he would never fill out 
he was a manager for the railroad, and he would never fill out expense reports. And my mother would be like, can you fill out the expense report? Like, we're living paycheck to paycheck here. We need, you know, to get reimbursed because he would drive from Syracuse to Boston to all these places and stay in hotel rooms. And I, and I said to my sister maybe a couple of months ago, I go, why did he never fill out those expense reports? Like, that's what they're for. And she goes, because he was an alcoholic, he didn't want anybody knowing how much money he was spending out drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'd go, you know, instead, rather than put the, uh, the you know, the, the receipt, hey, this is what I bought. Ten martinis? Jesus, what the hell are you doing down there? Wow, I brought up this feel-good story about this little boy in yeah. Canada with his piggy bank. That yeah, we turned it into a dysfunctional family <laughs> yeah. portrait. That's what. That's what. And he would steal the money out of wow. my thing, and then he would buy cigarettes and booze with it. Wow. Bu- a business trip. Yeah, he's getting down to the business end of a bottle of pop off. What other repressed memories do you have, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I feel bad for you. I'm sorry I brought the whole thing up. You don't have to feel bad for me. I've come to terms with it a long times ago, and and uh, you know I. During my alcoholism, I said, I'm not going to do that. Well, I'm just going to throw these nip bottles out the window and pick them up <laughs> off of somebody's front lawn. Hey, when I brought up the piggy bank thing, I had one, but my story can't match that. No, you, Bex? No, okay. I, I, can, I have, believe it or not, all my great piggy bank stories I've forgotten. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to clip number two here. A dad in Middleborough, Mass., has gone viral after Tom Brady announced he was returning to the NFL Here's the dad captured by his daughter on her cell phone. Tom Brady's out of retirement. Coming back for the 23rd season in Tampa. We have unfinished business. LFG. Woo-hoo-hoo! LFG from that dad in Middleborough, Mass. This is a grown man. Yes, Jim Holland is his name. And he is very happy that Tom's coming back. To play for... Another team. Right, yeah, exactly, okay. right? Well, there you go. Yeah, obviously a Patriots fan from the accent and the fact that he lives in Middleborough, but yeah, he's ecstatic. That's a little too excited. It's too much. It's too... That's a guy See, who might be drunk. He might be <laughs> He might be uh, sipping on nip bottles of Brass Monkey all day. I would be... I would be happy if I was the. I would sound like that if I was the guy who sold the football to that other douchebag for five hundred eighteen thousand dollars. I'd be like, "Yeah, Tom Brady's coming back. I can get another one of these and do it all over again in a couple of years." LFG. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how I would do it. Coming up next in the Rock One Hundred Two One Hundred and Two Second Sports. How do you think Giselle feels about Tom Brady coming back? Well, I'll tell you next on Rock 102. This plays between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. It is 8.01. We're going to have highs in the low 60s today and tomorrow with some clouds and some sunshine. The weather is brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with the basketball, Frank Martin fired his head coach at South Carolina. I say we get him at UMass to replace Matt McCall, who was recently fired there, looking for somebody. Frank Martin is a good coach. He was 18-13 and 13 this year with South Carolina and had a 10-year record there of 171 and 147. And before that, he was a very successful coach at Kansas State. I say Frank Martin to UMass. What do you think? Hockey Bruins at Chicago tonight at 8.30 against the Blackhawks. You can hear that game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In college hockey, 
The UMass guys into the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell Friday at the TD Garden at 7.30. And in the AHL, the Springfield Thunderbirds returning home to the Mass Mutual Center against Bridgeport tomorrow and then Lehigh Valley Friday and Saturday. In golf, Aussie Cam Smith shooting a final round 66 to win the Players' Championship in Florida. He hit his drive to four feet on the 17th, then birdied that island hole and wound up with a one-shot victory. In football, People Magazine saying Giselle Bunchen fully supports Tom Brady's decision to unretire and play for the Buccaneers. Are you buying that? That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax has more NFL news about free agents going elsewhere. Stay tuned. 60, a couple of weeks ago, he still looks like he's like 40 to me. It's 40 degrees right now here in Western Mass, and we're headed up to highs in the low 60s today and tomorrow with uh, clouds and sun. Yeah, you know, he is one of those guys that is going to look good until the day he dies. I think. And there, is, you know, there are just some people that it's age naturally very very well mm-hmm. and then some people that age terribly keith you, richards well keith yeah but he just quit smoking so did he really he, he literally just quit smoking oh my god after after years of doing wow. like nine packs a day a boy uh yeah he's finally quit mm-hmm. but like uh you, you ever go to like a high school reunion and you see some people that look fantastic mm-hmm. and then you see some people that look just freaking awful <laughs> yeah unbelievable yep. mm-hmm. it's the alcohol it, i'm it, telling it, you well or the cigarettes too Alcohol and cigarettes is a bad combination for looking good in your age. That'll make you look 40 years older than we are. I went in and uh, and didn't feel so bad for uh, for myself. I'm like, you know what? I don't look nearly as bad as I thought I did. Did you ever smoke cigarettes or not? No. No. I mean, like. He's got you know, asthma. He doesn't smoke cigarettes. I probably smoked like two cigarettes in my entire life. And I didn't like it either time. Yeah. He used to uh, he used to enjoy the cigars at the uh, the bunk and well, smoke every once in a while. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not inhaling. That's them. different. Yeah. Well, I'm not uh, I'm not smoking them all the time. I mean, I like a good cigar every now and then, but it's I'm not going crazy with them. You, Steve, cigarettes? Uh, cigars, cigars, cigar guy. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Little cheap ones. I stole my grandmother's only- cigarettes one time when I was like five and went out behind a rock in the side of the yard and- at five. Yeah. Did it stunt your growth? Well, I'm what I'm six two. 240 plus. Yeah, I don't know. I used to steal cigarettes from my parents all the time because uh, they had a drawer full of them. They used to go down to the Onondaga Indian Reservation and buy cigarettes for like nine bucks a carton. That's right. Cheap. Like good ones. Cheap too, smokes. Like the Winstons and the. Yeah, the no kidding. And then, they, and then my dad would come home and like drop all of them into the, the cigarette drawer. Well, like, how are you going to keep track of how many packs you got when you got like 40 packs in there? <laughs> I would slip one into my pocket. My buddies and I would go out behind the barn and we'd smoke them. My dad used to be a, a pipe guy. Yeah? You don't see a lot of pipe guys anymore. My, my great-grandfather, Duncan McLean, was a pipe guy. Well, yeah, but but that's but that's like an old guy. Yeah. Right? You, don't see, you don't see the younger generation smoking a pipe anymore. I should do that. We should all be smoking pipes. Let's start. Let's let's start pipe smoking. <laughs> and then, do you get the corncob pipe or do you get the big Sherlock Holmes thing? Well, I want the Sherlock Holmes one, all of right. course. I mean, it makes me look more dis- distinguished. <laughs> sure. Um, by the way, I think all kids should pick up a cigarette at age five because <laughs> there, there's no chance. Dave you're, Coombs said that. <laughs> just make sure that everybody yeah, knows that Dave Coombs said it. Coombs. Joking, by yeah. the way. But hey, it certainly turned me off to say. I mean, like, no, no way I was going to be a smoker after that. I'm glad you said joking because I wasn't joking about those bulimic uh, ladies before. <laughs> I was serious. You're shoving your finger down your throat to get rid of that baby weight. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Steve Nagel. 
Oh, which is a perfect segue into Am I the A-Hole? Yes, right? yes. There you go. Yes, you are. Uh, am I the A-Hole for getting mad over what my daughter chose after she humiliated me and uninvited me from her engagement dinner party? My daughter, 30 female, is a successful engineer. She cut contact with me the minute she turned 18 and only began talking to me again two years ago. This has obviously hurt me and made a lot of my family members disappointed in her. Nowadays, uh, whenever I have to talk to her, I have to tiptoe around her and not comment on her dresses or makeup or career or lifestyle. Otherwise, she simply reminds me that she can and will stop talking to me. The only reason why we started uh, being uh, started talking again was because of her father's death. I only commented on those things during her teen years. Because she had a lot of potential, and I didn't want it to go to waste. I wasn't harsh at all, like she claims. Recently, she got engaged to her 31-year-old boyfriend of eight years and decided to throw a dinner party to her uh, to her near and dear ones at their own house. She let me invite a couple of my relations. She told me uh, around five or six people only. But since I uh, know a lot of people I'd like to share this milestone with, I did go a little overboard in inviting 10 to 13. Oh, my God. First wow. of all, that's your first mistake right there. You don't over-invite people no. that you shouldn't be inviting. If you're told five, mm -hmm. it should be five. This clearly was an issue, apparently, because the restaurant in their apartment... Uh, in their apartment and the poolside only allow 18 to 20 people max, such as at such events, and my relatives were a majority of them, leaving no room for their friends or the boyfriend's family. She sat down and made me uninvite everyone instead of giving me a simple excuse as to why she, uh, they couldn't come, and this experience was very humiliating for me. I told her that she was being very rude, and she told me that she'd specified how many people uh, for my side, from my side were allowed and that she was very generous and that she even let such people uh, to share something joyous with her. After this, she told me not to come to the party and told me to stop ignoring her instructions. I feel disrespected that someone younger made me lose face and acted as if I didn't know how all of these places worked. They would have accommodated a worst-case scenario. Am I the a-hole? Yes, yes, you are. You're an overbearing parent. Yeah, first of all, if, you're, if you've been told five... And this is just an engagement party. This isn't the actual wedding. It's just the engagement party. Right. Then it's five, maybe even less. If you want the, uh, you, all your friends and relations to go to the wedding, that's fine if you're willing to pay for their uh, pay for them to be there. But my guess is this woman has no idea how overbearing uh, she is. So when even when she says, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know. I didn't overstep my bounds when she was young. Uh, my guess is you were overstepping all over the place. When you're paying for something, you gotta like you gotta keep the list down because the more people you invite, the yes. more expensive things are gonna get. And mm -hmm. this isn't even the actual wedding. Exactly. God forbid how she know what what that's gonna be like when she gets to the invite list. I know that we we invited like to to my wedding. We invited. Uh, I I think we allowed my mom to say, yes, you can invite a couple of your friends, and she did. Right, and she was grateful for that, but she wasn't like. Well, I need this person, this person, this person, and this person because she knew that we were on a budget. I mean, we, you know, I was working here, so I was making fives of dollars every week. <laughs> and uh, you know, you you kind of have to put yourself in the other person's shoes, whether or not you're paying for it or not. Well, I, I don't understand the other side of this. I mean, we all agree on this. You've seen this is from Reddit, I assume. This yeah, am yeah. I the a hole segment yep. here? Are there any comments on the other side of this issue? I uh, mean yeah. Uh, People are saying, 
uh, you're the a-hole. She stopped talking to you for a reason. To be completely honest, you sound narcissistic. The whole post is about how she's disrespecting you, but mm-hmm. it's totally obvious that you're disrespecting her. Oh, and it's true. Okay. You have to take a look at yourself and grow up, lady. I, I can't any, uh, imagine anyone taking this woman's side. Right. I mean, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> honestly. Like, I mean, you know, a restaurant, think of any restaurant that's got like, a, like banquet facilities. There's only so many people that can fit in these rooms mm-hmm. like for example uh there's the room at uh at like nathan bills or yeah. you know villa napolitana right you know there's the banquet room it's only so many people that they can sit mm-hmm. hey, like so, 25 maybe right yeah. so if the, if you know the final number and you're told listen we only have space for five people that you want to invite we don't have space for any bit any bit more and you come back with 13 i mean that's that's yeah. just ignorant uh yeah, this person, uh, this commenter said a set number of people, and she doubled the number. In what effing world is this even acceptable? Exactly, mm-hmm. I can see why her daughter does not want to talk to her. She also apparently did not get her mathematics skills from her mother. Ooh, Ooh ouch! Snap. That was a thing. You are, in fact, the a hole, and that is back. Stephen Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. GG Inks Screen Printing and Embroidery. They print their. Sh- Unfortunately, can't help but think of Tom Cruise in that movie, Free Fallen from Tom Petty on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Good morning. That song is just as big a piece of crap as that movie Vanilla Sky was. Oh, well, it wasn't wait. Vanilla Sky. It was the, the, the Jerry Maguire where he's singing that song going down the, the highway in his car at the top of his lungs. That was Vanilla Sky. <laughs> no. No, Jerry, you're Jerry thinking Jerry Maguire. No, no, what no. What was no, he no. singing when he was driving down the street? Free Fallen and Jerry Maguire. Was it? Uh, you sure it wasn't Vanilla Sky? No, no, no. You guys are thinking about that movie about the guy. He was a publisher of a newspaper, and then he dies, and he all he can remember is a is a uh, this sled <laughs> which he calls Rosebud. That's Citizen Kane. No, no, that's not. No, not Citizen Kane. It uh, it had. Uh, uh, let's see, Orson Welles, yes. Joseph Cotton, Agnes <laughs> Moorhead. Uh, that was um, Vanilla Sky. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not Vanilla Sky. I forgot well, the name of know, that movie. Listen, we got 45 minutes to think about it again, of uh, what it really came from, until we play that song again hey. next hour. <laughs> I, I happen to, you know me, glass half full guy. I like that song. It's the worst Tom Petty song ever. Come There's, on, it's not the worst. Uh, yes, it is. Let's open the phones to that. No. 293-1021. <laughs> is Free Falling a piece no. of crap or you're, what? You're So Bad is the, yeah. is the worst one. I, that one I don't like. Well, that's right up there with Free Falling. Anyhow, I don't know where you're getting off. God, I don't know what you're thinking. I bet you there's people out there who dislike uh, Free Falling as much as I do. Of course there are. Of course, but uh, but that's not the worst song the guy ever came up with. Take a poll. This is how we're opening up the phones here. We don't have. Well, okay. Hey, all right. I'll I'll take a call. We'll see. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Greg. Hey, Greg. What's up, Greg? What do you think of Free Falling? Oh. That wasn't what I was calling in for. Well, what do you I, think uh, about free falling before we get into whatever you're going to talk about? I don't even know what the subject is, sir. All right, fair enough. All right, there you go. <laughs> what else you got? Um, I wanted to talk to Steve Nagel. You are speaking with him live on the radio, sir. What's up? Oh boy, I didn't want to do this this way, but uh, <laughs> you remember a couple? Of, you remember a couple of years ago when your headphones broke? Um. You remember that, like uh, fifteen years ago? Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I'm sure I broke many pairs of headphones over the years here. Yeah, what's up, man? 
But anyways, I came in and brought you a set of Pro 4 double or triple A's. And somebody stole them from me. Oh, well, I've got another set I'm willing to donate. I've got two or three sets. Well, and br- did, you know that, did you know that if you break them, you can send the broken ones back to cost with 10 bucks, no matter what, with, they have a lifetime guarantee. They'll give you a brand new set. All right, well, thank you very much. And this time I'll lock them up because apparently we got a little... Yeah, you can't, around you can't here. trust anybody anymore. And by the way, will I be able to hear Tom Petty in a better uh, light than I heard it just now in these crappy headphones that I'm wearing? Uh, the Pro 4 AAAs are professional grade, and yeah. they have a lot he's, better, yeah. better he's, frequency response. Yeah. He's all about the batteries. There you go. All right, all right. well, we thank go. you very much. Okay, well, we are all out of time. We have news. What? What are you talking about? This is what the show's about. To answer those calls, oh, what are you talking about? Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Joey, I gotta agree with Steve on that. That is a horrible song. It is a horrible Get song. Out of here. All right, there's one. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning, who's this? Hey, <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> hey, you. Hey, we're talking about that free fall song. Yeah. Yeah, the worst song ever. You ever hear that song, the baby? Shark doo 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 baby shark doo doo. Yeah, that's that's better than free falling. All right, hold on, hold on, baby shark. All right, it's daddy shark, mommy shark, grandpa shark. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, doo 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 doo. Good job. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. See, I'll take that over free falling any day. We have news coming up next on Rock 102. Have you heard? It's 8.33. We're back, Steve and Dave in Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. We can pick up the discussion about Tom Petty in just a little bit. Let me get through some headlines first, okay? okay? Sure. The Russian invasion of Ukraine continues. Not a laughing matter. Let's calm down for a moment. Diplomatic talks are ongoing, but Russian forces continue to fire on suburbs around Ukraine. And while this is going on, yesterday, Tesla CEO Elon Musk challenged Vladimir Putin to a fight. Winner take all. Winner gets to keep Ukraine. Now, uh, uh, I I don't know who wins in a steel cage death match between the two of them, but I would think probably Putin has the physical edge. He's got a black belt in karate. I don't know what Elon Musk's got. Maybe he's going to run him over with one of his Teslas. Does he have a black belt in karate, or is it that he was given the black belt because he's the leader of Russia? <laughs> Similar to when he plays in those hockey games, he suddenly scores eight goals. Exactly my yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You know what we should really do to kind of eliminate Vladimir Puntang? What? We put him in a Tesla, right? We lock the doors mm-hmm. and we turn on Rock 102 and see how many times he can stand listening to Free Falling by right. Tom you know Petty what? before Listen, he blows his brains out. Are we going to have to have a little uh, little chit chat after the show? I, I'm just telling you that's that one song that I can't stand. The one among that's many. The one oh, among say. many. The one. Yeah. So when Elon Musk challenged Putin to a single combat combat duel for Ukraine. It came amidst a number of social media challenges that Musk issued, including a direct tweet to the Kremlin asking whether they would agree to the fight. Hmm. And you made a good point a couple hours ago, Bax. The Kremlin's got a Twitter account? A little surprised at, about that, but uh, I don't know, man. The real Kremlin. 
I don't know if the Tom Petty thing's going to be enough to turn that guy around. What about the Kremlin throwaway account? <laughs> his Finster. Yeah, his Finster. <laughs> Maybe his Kremlin has like a burner phone that they use. Could for be. Know, Could stuff very well like be. Too. Meantime, a 500-pound Russian man detained by Russian authorities Sunday after he handcuffed himself to the entrance of a McDonald's that was closing down because they were trying to, you know, close down in order to, you know, give some room to this whole escalation that was going on. He called it an act of hostility against Russian citizens, closing a McDonald's in wartime like this. And so he chained himself to the McDonald's. Had to be clipped out of there and taken away. Hmm. Is that like the only guy that was upset about the McDonald's closing? Or was it... Yeah, you think you'd have like a group of people who would be upset about that. Upset to that extent where he chained his 500-pound body physically to the restaurant. You need some pretty strong chains. Right? I would think. He must really like McDonald's. I mean, yeah, I can understand... Why? It's a it's a national treasure. But uh you know, do the do the shamrock shake machines work there? <laughs> That's a good question, Bax. I read a whole article about that in the New York Times over the weekend, by the way. That the fact that the McDonald's continue to exist, but yet everything breaks all the time with regard to those machines. See, I, I read the Times too. I couldn't get past the jumble. Well, it can be tough on a Sunday. Yes, it is. Yes. Hey, Congressman Richard Neal here yesterday in Western Mass, intervening on behalf of people who might have suffered because of the mold. So soon? At the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. (laughs) He asked both OSHA and the EPA to officially investigate the working conditions at the courthouse, and he's hoping for, quote, (laughs) immediate action. You know, that's great that he's speaking out now, but we've already had the investigations. We've already had the proof that mm-hmm. people have died from working in that courthouse. Why do we need more investigation to this? What what, what is the point of that? Does anybody have a I, I, don't, uh, I don't think there's a good answer. There really is no good answer and it's a waste of taxpayer money, which Richie Neal's very good at doing, so let's do it again. Let's have another study to find out. Well, oh yeah, hey, about that. Five people did in fact die of a horrible disease from this mold that was growing in this yeah, courthouse, in, including people he knew. <sighs> That's the thing. I'm Lord. interested because we got mold growing here at the radio station. Can we get Richard Neal on the show and maybe he could explain uh, himself? I believe actually that's a piece of Richie Neal growing out in the hallway. You be careful with what you ask for. Yeah. That's uh, that's, that's uh, a piece of mold right there. <laughs> that's that's what I always say about having to talk to Richie Neal. All right. The US Department of Veterans Affairs in Northampton recommending shuttering its nearly century-old building and medical center and transferring services for 24,000 vets to upgraded clinics in Springfield, Newington, and other private providers in the region. The VA has proposed overhauling other facilities around the state, but not this one. They think it's too far gone and should just be closed down permanently. Well, then why don't they just reopen another hospital instead of forcing these people to... What is it? leads to... Newington is about an hour, mm. a little over yeah. an hour, you, probably. And, and you got family, you know, who visit the yeah. their loved ones in these facilities. Sure. Now they're going to be it, greatly inconvenienced. It's it's not even. I know uh, Dan Williams has mentioned on the air before that he uses the services at the Newington Hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So you know, but there's a guy who lives in Connecticut versus somebody who, and it's not just it's just it's services. It's not just. 
you know, like a nursing home, sure. there are services, doctors and things like that that are essential to these veterans because that's Leeds is out in the middle of nowhere. And all the people who live out in the middle of nowhere go to that, the, the veterans. So now you're going to tell these people to go another hour and 15 minutes down to Newington? It seems a little... That's the thing Richie Neal should be uh, getting involved with. Yeah. Well, again, what, has he been on this show before? <sighs> Richie Neal? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to be on, like, every week. Well, and, then, uh, and then we just started playing the Tide talking stain while he was talking, because <laughs> he was like... <laughs> I'd love to talk to him. Can we bring him back? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he'd love to come on. <laughs> All right. Hey, gas prices here in Western Mass exceeded four twenty-five a gallon. But at the Council of Aging, they're not going to worry about that anymore because they've got a brand new Hyundai Ionic Five electric vehicle. They got it from Gary Rome, and fifty thousand dollars secured by the town's state house delegation covering the cost of that vehicle. Mister Rome himself presented the keys to the Council on Aging Executive Director Leslie. Tennessee yesterday morning the council on aging will use the ionic five to get seniors to and from medical appointments grocery shopping and other activities I love a talking stain. That thing's like 10 years old and still timeless. <laughs> still funny. Yeah. Still, I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Ionic 5, that electric vehicle, gets 300 miles before it needs an energy recharge. 300? I, I thought it was a lot less than that, but I guess these vehicles have <clears throat> apparently improved over the yeah, years. Yeah, well, that's, that's the thing uh, about the electric vehicles. Like, once you've, uh, you know, it's been 200 miles is about as much as you can go without being recharged that's mm-hmm. you know that's not enough for a lot of people right wouldn't be enough for me but i would drive 200 miles and i would drive 200 more yeah right brilliant lyrics on that tune by the way hey a 13 year old british girl broke a guinness world record by assembling a mr potato head toy in 5.69 seconds Guinness saying Matilda Walden became the first person to break the Mr. Potato Head record in 10 years. She shaved 0.9 seconds off the previous record. Is anyone uh, with me on this that you're kind of surprised that this record even exists at all? Right. Well, (laughs) what is considered putting a potato head together since there's all these different parts anyway? Well, it's all the parts, I guess. So, in other words, there's a blank potato head sitting in front of you. You got all the parts, and then you put them all on. In 5.69 seconds. Now, I don't know Mr. Potato Head well enough. How many parts are there? There's ears. Well, that's and, what I'm talking right. about. Are they are they only considering X amount of parts versus all of the parts? Well, Steve, I, there's only guy. so many holes in a Mr. Potato Head's head, right? They don't. There's there's not a various numbers of there's holes. There's a mouth, nose, eyes, ears, hat, and feet. That's it. That's it. And are there hands or not? I don't even know. You didn't mention there that. are hands. Okay. yes. but I think the hands may. St- be, I don't know. No, maybe the hands are not fixed. Maybe you're right. Maybe hands are involved. I don't know. I, it just seems uh, kind of silly that we're doing this, you but, know, with the 5.6 second. That's why I break. That's why now, I bring it up. What did she win? What she did won she nothing. Win? She won the. She won the record. Her name is in the record books now for Guinness. And by the way, 
She plans to take it to the new next level by uh, establishing another record while doing it blindfolded. Coming up next. You know, when uh, when Joey Chestnut eats 100 wings in 10 minutes, to mm-hmm. me that is an act of heroism mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, and, and something should be celebrated by all Americans. But a Mr. Potato Head, not a big deal. That's uh that's like a like to me it's a a, a C-level world record at best. I agree, and the fact that Guinness has a record in this is stunning to me. Stunning. Low 60s today with clouds. Same thing for tomorrow. We might hit 70 on Friday. That's your news on Rock 102. Hi, it's Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. D1 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, going to be, uh, well, I guess it's mostly sunny now, but uh, looks like it's going to be cloudy later on. Chance of rain showers tonight. High of 61. Tomorrow, though, sunny with a high of 61. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. couple of quick things. First of all, if uh, you miss any part of today's show, check out the uh, the podcast available on rock102.com. Also, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Baxi's musical podcast this week is another look at Baxi's enormous record collection. Uh, this week, we're looking at uh, Brian Eno's 1974 debut solo record, Here Come the Warm Jets. Excellent record, and you can find out more about it on rock102.com. How'd you feel about that Nirvana song, by the way, Mr. Petty fan? Um, I like, uh, it was all right. Okay. Why do you want my opinion on that too? No, no, I you know, just, just check. Man, well, listen I, to you getting all huffy. I'm not getting huffy. I spoke my mind about Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, well, I'm not it, crapping on all of the music that we play. Yeah, here. It's, a, is, it's a legitimate question. Is there a Tom Petty song that you like? Mm, yeah, I do. I like uh, American Girl. Uh, okay, I love that one. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Last Dance with Mary Mary Jane's Last Dance. Right. I like uh, I like Refugee. Refugee is uh-huh. a good one. Right, right. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few Tom Petty songs that I that I like. I like wreck you wreck well, me. I like you wreck me. I like that song. You want to get wrecked, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, let me tell you something about Nirvana. You know what uh, Kurt Cobain's greatest released was? Oh boy, here we go. The safety button. <laughs> Steve Thank Nagel, yeah, Steve Nagel, everyone. Thank you. I'll be here till the end of the hour. My uh, <laughs> my favorite Petty song is a song that never gets played. Yeah, and, and it, I think it's a great song. Uh, a song called "All or Nothing." You've mentioned that to me before. I, I, that's a great freaking song. Uh, my favorite one is "Love Is a Long, Long Road." All right, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. You know why uh, Kurt Cobain doesn't do music anymore? <laughs> no, why? Because he doesn't have a head for business. <laughs> You know how Kurt collects his thoughts? No, how? With a hazmat team. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. He's going to be here all week. Hey, uh, by the way, the Western Mass Home and Garden Show is coming up at the Big E, uh, March 24th through the 27th. You can learn more at the westernmasshomeshow.com website. Or how about winning a pair of tickets right now? Hey, hey. Tenth caller at 293-1021. You get to go to the home show. We can do that. Yeah, you can do that. So good luck to you. Uh... Uh, anybody else? Anybody got anything? Uh, I, I didn't know we were doing something here. I uh, well, thought we were just doing the contest. Well, we are. And, well, uh, why don't and we that's... take the contest on the radio then? Let's just let's just do that. Uh, go caller by caller. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay. I have one thing to say to that. LFG. LFG, man. That's right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Ready? I'm going to count to ten. Okay. One. Uh, Rock 102. Number one. Uh, caller number two. Caller number three. Caller number four. Riveting radio. All right. Now, what's yeah. the uh, number? The yeah. next number uh, five. Number five. Uh, your caller number six. six. Number seven. Number eight. This is actually how it gets done. Uh-huh. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. Ready? At number nine. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? 
Steve. 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 Congratulations. Steve. You're going to the home show, mother. Nice. Yeah, right. damn right. Get, it's nice. Now, uh, are you into home uh, home decor? Uh, no, but my wife is. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Make the wife happy. Send uh, her off to the home show, and you'll have a nice afternoon of sucking down Pep's Blue Ribbons at Collins Tavern. No, no, no. You'll go to the home show, and your wife will set you up with all the many projects that she wants <laughs> you to do around the house. There you go. <laughs> yes. You sure you don't want to forfeit? I'm forf- not sure this is a plus. I was going to say, go. you don't want to forfeit him to the next caller now or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait, wait. Maybe you pretend that I never called. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Steve, where are you from? Belchertown. Oh, All right. What do you do out there in Belchertown? Um, you wouldn't believe it. I drive school buses. Sweet. Wow. You know what? You are a brave, brave soul, sir. (laughs) Oh, it can can be a little challenging, I'll tell you. I have a 10 and 11-year-old at home, and that's the only two kids I have to deal with. And, man, does that get crazy. I can't imagine having a whole school bus full of kids to deal with. No, you cannot imagine it. Are you you driving the school bus right now, talking on your phone? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'm having a beer at the same time. Welcome to Belchertown. I'll see you at Collins on Friday while your wife's at the home show. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Steve's going to get all your information. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. All right, stay on the line. There you see? go. See, that's how we turned that into a bit. <laughs> it's we didn't even need an intro for it either. No, we didn't. How about that? It's 856 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. This spring, Rock 102.